Hey all you hunters and huntresses searching for fun queer literature and stories to listen to. My name is Hunter, and I'm here to bring you just that. Follow me as I take you on journeys from sci-fi to non-fiction and all things I have written. I'll read full novels, deconstruct poems, and even dabble in some lesbian erotica. Make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. In our first few episodes, join me uncovering a world of magic and wonder as I read you the first novel in my series called Phantoms. Chapter 1. The Beginning I was far from your typical high school senior. I wasn't the popular girl. I wasn't the band geek. No, I kept to the shadows. I wasn't in any clubs or sports. I didn't even go to any. It wasn't that I didn't want friends and popularity, but when I tried to talk to other girls in my school, the conversations always turned to a bore. So, the shadows I remained. Needless to say, I was surprised when Danny Rivera, the most popular girl in school, approached me. Hey, Danny said, leaning against my locker. You're Aiden Castillo, right? I am. And you're Danny Rivera. We've been in the same classes since seventh grade. I shut my locker door and stared down the woman in front of me. Whoa, okay. I realize that. However, we never have actually talked before, and forgive me that I wasn't fully sure how to approach you. I watched Danny move a strand of hair behind her ear. Danny Rivera was the stereotypical high schooler. She was a cheerleader, top of the class, and beautiful. Every girl wanted to be either her or be friends with her, but not me. Why would you want to approach me? Danny took in a deep breath. You aren't making this easy. Can we start over? She smiled. And for a second, I was lost in the perfectness of that cheerleader smile. Listen, we have this last week of senior year, and Mr. Garrick is going to have us pair for the end of the year senior essay. I was wondering if you would maybe want to be my partner? I eyed her curiously. Five years of school together and the last week of senior year you want to be partners? Look, if you don't want to, that's fine. But I figured you and I could kill this essay together. If I have to partner with Jess, I will. She started to turn, but I reached out, taking hold of her wrist. The skin beneath her hand was so warm, almost too warm. She pulled back as if she was burned. Danny watched her hand as she pulled it back, then met my eyes. I am still questioning your motives, but yeah, okay, I'm in. Great, I'll meet you at your place after school. I had no idea what came over me. Danny was everything I wasn't, and yet she wanted to partner with me? What the hell was I thinking? Danny gave me one last smile before heading to the opposite direction. That, that was what I was thinking. Yeah, they've known each other five years, and that's how long I had crushed on Danny. Actually, I don't know if I would say crushed. It was more like a pull to her. Of course, I couldn't tell anyone, though. 
I was just coming up to terms with my sexuality, and high school was not the place to have it out in the open. Not for her, at least. I watched Annie walk away in her tight blue jeans. Damn, what did I get myself into? For the rest of the day, I went about my usual routine. Each of my classes had one more day before final exams, which basically meant they were study periods. I knew I would ace these tests. With no friends as distractions, I had spent my nights in my books. So in these classes, I either wrote out ideas for a senior essay or I napped. What do you know? There was something about me that made me a typical high schooler after all. I hadn't been sleeping well the last few months. Every night was the same dream. Every night I dreamt of them. I called them shadows. I don't know why, but it just seemed to fit. They were quite human though. They move quicker and jump through the darkness. My dreams were vivid and felt so real. The dream had been no different when I had fallen asleep in school. The shadows moved swiftly as if chasing me, and I ran, feeling the fear consume me. I was running down an alley this time, the walls seeming to close in. I heard it then, a voice calling my name. The voice was familiar, but I couldn't place it. I kept running towards it until she appeared. Danny stopped my sprint with a hand up. I halted in front of her. My breaths came quick. I looked at Danny frantically, shouting, but not knowing what I was saying. Danny just stared at me, and then she looked at my hands. I could feel my hands grow warm and then hot, burning hot, hotter than I had ever felt in my life. I curled over from the pain. It was becoming overwhelming, but then Danny moved. She crouched down beside me and held my hands, but the pain was too much. I thrashed, and without warning, the light burst from my hands, waking me from my dream. I jumped in my desk chair. A few heads turned my way, but I didn't care. All I could focus on was the pain shooting from my palms. Miss Castillo, what is going on? Miss Meyer asked, approaching my desk. Miss Castillo. I stood fast from my desk. I wasn't listening to anyone around me. Instead, I bolted from the classroom and headed straight to the bathroom, not caring who I ran into. The bathroom was empty, but there was, that was the least of my worries at the moment. I ran to the sink and turned the water to cold. My hands were burning up, and no matter how long I held them under the spray, they stayed hot. Not only that, but my body was starting to get warm. I hurled myself into the stall, not ready for what came next. Hello? Aiden, are you okay? No, 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 not now. I recognize that voice. It's the same voice from earlier. It was the same voice from my dream. I'm fine, Danny. I think I caught a bug or something. I'll go to the nurse's office in a minute. You can go. Open the door, Aiden. I didn't move. Now, Danny's voice was stern, and at this point, how could anything become more embarrassing? Danny stood in front of me with a damp paper towel. Um, what's that for? Turn around. 
I didn't hesitate. I moved with Danny to the sink and let her place the dampened paper towel around my neck. If I was being honest, it felt tremendously better. Danny dabbed the towel behind my ears and down to my shoulders. How does that feel? Before words could even reach my thought process, a moan escaped me. Yep, it could get more embarrassing. Even more so, Danny started laughing. I jerked away, feeling the blush creep up my neck. I've got it under control. Thanks, Danny. You came barreling out of Miss Meyer's class. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, promise, I'm fine. Can I at least walk you to the nurse's office? I stared at her. What was this girl's deal? She was all over me and I couldn't figure out why. I think I can manage here. I pulled out my phone for Danny. If I'm getting sick, let's work on our essay via phone tonight. We can get together tomorrow? Deal? Uh, yeah. Sounds perfect. It took only half hour for the nurse to release me from school. As hard as I tried at home, I couldn't shake the uneasiness I had felt from earlier. I wasn't feeling ill anymore, but for lack of a better explanation, I felt anxiety building up inside me. Usually, I would just take a nap to relax, but from the outcome of the last nap, I wasn't sure that was the best idea. Instead, I brought out my mom's baking tools. Cupcakes. I would bake cupcakes. Baking was something my mom had taught me. Well, my birth mom. I had been six when my mom had taught me everything there was about baking, and it was one of the last memories I had of her before my mom and dad passed away in a car accident the next year. I had jumped from foster home to foster home, and even when the scenery changed, one thing kept me grounded to home, baking. It had taken four years for Alyssa and Kenneth Castillo to find me. They had understood me more than any other foster had. I felt safe around them. I felt like I belonged with them. So when they asked me to be part of their family, I didn't hesitate. Wow, something smells good in here. Ken beamed, strolling into the kitchen. He came up behind me and smelled the air. Cupcakes? Uh-oh, what's going on? And aren't you supposed to be in school? Alyssa wasn't far behind him. There was no lying to them. They had always been able to spot lies. I pulled the last of the tray of muffins and turned to face them. I had a weird dream today in study hall. I held up my hands before Alyssa could talk. I knew exactly what she was going to say. I am all cut up on my classes, so I was just resting my eyes during free period. Hmm, what was your dream about? Ken asked curiously. It was weird. I was running from something. Shadows, I guess. There was this girl in my class in there too, and all I remember was my hands feeling so hot. When I woke up, my actual hands were burning, and then I got really sick. I don't know. Maybe I'm coming down with something. It's making me have vivid dreams. I brush it off but I hadn't noticed the look my parents had gave each other. Ken came up to next to me and wrapped his arm around me. And how are you feeling now? Are your hands still burning? I looked down at my hands in question. No, 
They hadn't been burning anymore. As a matter of fact, they stopped as soon as Danny walked into the bathroom. It had to be a coincidence. No, they don't burn anymore. Good. Then you have nothing to worry about. And looking at these cupcakes, we won't be needing to order a cake for your birthday this week. He leaned in to give me a quick peck on the cheek and then turned out of the kitchen. The cupcakes didn't take long to cool, and before I had even realized, I had them frosted. I had been in such a trance. I didn't even realize someone was sitting at the kitchen table. I jumped at a smiling Danny Rivera. Hi, she chuckled. Fucking hell, Danny. What are you doing here, and how long have you been sitting there? I grasped my chest, trying to ease my breathing. I brought you soup. Danny stood, holding the Tupperware of chicken noodle in her hands. You know, because you're sick, right? I watched as one of Danny's eyebrows lifted and her lips rose into a smile. I'm feeling much better. I forced myself to break from Danny's trance. I can see that. So what do you say we work on our project then? We could have it done sooner than later. Before I could respond, Alyssa and Ken were back in the kitchen with us. We don't mean to be prying, Alyssa started, but we are about to make dinner. Are you hungry, Danny? Starving. Perfect. Why don't you two go upstairs and study and we'll get dinner ready. We'll call you when it's ready. My mind was turning. So much had happened today I couldn't explain and now Danny Rivera was in my house about to have dinner with my family? Could this day get any weirder? It was clear I didn't have much to say in the matter, so instead, I walked Danny up to my room. I fiddled with some things and moved some books around before I grabbed a notebook. I turned to face the woman who had flipped my day upside down. Danny was standing, looking around the pictures I had hung on my walls. Did you take these? She reached up, taking one of the photos on the wall. I walked over, filling the space next to Danny. Yeah, it's just a hobby, though. Don't sell yourself short, Aiden. These are amazing. Why haven't you showcased these at school? I eyed her. Why don't we save the small talk and let's work on this paper? Oh, I already finished it. She said it so nonchalant, I almost thought she was joking. Danny reached into her backpack and pulled out a few sheets of paper. Go ahead, read it. I think you'll like it. I took the papers from Danny and sat on my bed. The assignment was to write about the journey of life. It was up to any interpretation the pairs thought. The essay was titled, The Way Home. As I read, I found myself getting lost in the essay. Danny's words spoke to me. They kept me intrigued and wanting to read more. She wrote about how life was lin wasn't linear. How we view time was, was not straight and narrow path, but it was far from. We live our lives from an end goal like richness, happiness, family, and yet we don't see everything else around us. At the end, we look back and think about the accomplishments we've made in life, but is anything really fulfilled? The essay was deep and magnificently written, I had to admit. It was pretty good. Why did you ask me to be your partner if you were going to do all the work? 
I heard the hostility in my voice, but I couldn't control it. Danny just smiled and looked at the rest of the pictures in the room. I've seen you the last few years. All you do is focus on school. I thought I'd give you a break, get to know you a little better. I couldn't hold back the throaty laugh that escaped me. You know we just have a few <laughs> weeks left, right? Actually, less than that now. Aren't you going to some preppy Ivy Leaf school or something? Why now? Danny frowned. Is that the kind of girl you think I am? The preppy Ivy Leaguer? She was deflecting. That I knew. But what the hell. I'll entertain it. You're the one of the most popular girls in school. You're beautiful. All the guys are drooling over you. You're top of the class, and you killed this essay in a day as if it was a simple algebra problem. So yes, I think you are that girl. Danny crossed the room and sat next to me. She smelled like sunshine. If, sh if sunshine had a smell, it would be her. You think I'm beautiful? Heat filled my cheeks. Listen, you don't have to agree with anything I'm doing, but what's it going to hurt if we actually get to know me? If you like me, we can be friends. And if I don't? Danny chuckled again. Then we both move on and go our separate ways. There doesn't need to be a why. Let's just give it a try, yeah? Okay, sure. Why the hell not? What have I got to lose? So now what? Now, pretend like we were up here studying and enjoying a nice dinner with your parents. And for the record, I made that soup from scratch, so I expect you to eat it. She gave me a wink before laying back on the bed. She reached behind her head, seeming to completely be at home. I'll give it a try, but if I get food poisoning, I'm coming for you. I turned back at Daddy, who is now patting the bed next to her. After a brief eye roll, I joined her. So, where are you planning to go to college? I thought you had me figured out. I gave Danny a playful nudge with my shoulder. Before Danny could answer any more of my questions, Alyssa called up for dinner. Saved by the bell. Dinner went surprisingly well. Alyssa and Ken were their usual chatty selves, and to my surprise, so was Danny. Danny ate up all of their jokes, and when more food was offered, she took it. I had to admit that Danny was right. I didn't know her at all. I watched her across the table. I watched her movements, the way Danny laughed, and the way she used her hands to tell stories. I watched her move food through her mouth as if it were the best thing she had ever eaten. I even watched how elegantly she dabbed the napkin against her corner lips. Had it not been for Danny returning my stare, I could have watched her all night and be completely content. She really had a way with people. It was no wonder she was the most popular girl in school. So Danny, Ken began while he started to clean up, we're having a little dinner on Thursday after graduation to celebrate Eden's birthday. I know all of you high schoolers have your grad parties and whatnot, but the invitation is open if you want to join us. Ken, I hissed, sinking into my chair. Please don't feel obligated to say yes just because he asked. Danny rose, grinning from ear to ear. 
And was that red in her cheeks? I appreciate the invite. She met my eyes as she spoke. Unfortunately, I have other plans, but if they fall through, I'll be sure to reach out to Aiden. Thank you so much for dinner, but it's getting late. I should be getting home. I'll walk you out. I rose with her. A short walk to Danny's car was silent. It wasn't awkward, but comfortable. Danny reached in her pocket for her keys, unlocking her door. Uh, thanks for coming over tonight. I think Alyssa and Ken really enjoyed having you here. A small laugh escaped under my breath. Did you? Danny held my gaze, but I couldn't figure out what I saw in them. I did, yeah. Good. I'll see you at school tomorrow. In a quick moment, Danny turned to me and took me tightly in her arms. The embrace was firm but comforting. Don't forget to breathe, she whispered before jumping into her car and speeding away. Mm, that was weird. I laid in my bed, staring up at the ceiling. This whole day was strange. I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. The night was quiet. My parents had gone to bed almost an hour ago, and looking at the clock, I needed to as well. Only I couldn't. Try as I might, the fear of closing my eyes was making it hard to relax. I tossed and turned, watching the minutes, and then hours ticked by. It was going on three in the morning when I heard it. The back door creaked when it opened, and that's the exact sound I heard. The fear intensified. We were being robbed. I needed to go get my parents. I needed to get out. The bedroom door was silent as a mouse when I opened it. I looked around the hall, but there was nothing to see. It was so dark. I was about to turn to Alyssa and Ken's room when the downstairs light came on. Voices were talking, but I couldn't make out what was being said. What in the actual hell? I tiptoed down the hall to the top of the stairs. Three distinct voices. The same three voices that filled the air at dinner. They're getting closer, Ken. I can feel them inching in. She's not safe anymore, Alyssa spoke. What are we supposed to do, Danny? Ken asked. We can't hold them off. She'll be 18 on Thursday. She'll be most vulnerable. When your mother asked us to keep her safe, that's what we did. But now, I'm thinking we made a mistake in not telling her the truth. We should have told her. She needs to know what's going on. I agree, but at this point, would she even believe us? My mother assigned me to her for her awakening. I can try to keep her under control until her birthday, but I can't promise anything. I'm strong, but she's stronger. We all know that. When she awakens, we all have to be on alert. So what now, though? She needs to know something in case we can't fight them off. She needs to be ready for what's to come. She's the light. Heat began to spread through me. The burning from school came back, and it was spreading to my hands. I felt them grow hotter and hotter. My breathing was quickening, but I held on as much as I could so I could listen. You think I don't know that? Danny snapped. I'll do my best to look out for her. I'll make hints at our world, but we all know it won't be easy for her. You've managed to keep her deep in the closet of our world. We didn't mean to, 
my mother spoke again. We were just trying to protect her. I know, Danny's voice was softer, but I was losing control. The sweat beaded my forehead. I gripped the railing. Steam sizzled off the wood from my hand. Was I seeing things? A groan escaped me. The pain was unsurmountable to bear. Aiden, hey, it's me, Danny whispered. I hadn't even heard her come up. Danny wrapped her arms around me, shushing in my ear. What are you doing here, Danny? I murmured through gritted teeth. What is happening to me? Danny's arms got tighter. Remember to breathe, Aiden. Breathe through it. Deep breaths. Think of anything else. Keep your mind clear. Breathe, Aiden. She placed her hands over the heat of mine. The burning was starting to fade. The ringing had been in my ears had started to disperse. My breathing slowed until my vision turned to darkness. Hello to everyone that's listening. I just want to give a quick statement as I continue this podcast journey. I am no professional and I'm really not trying to be. I'm making this podcast to get my work out there in a new way. I will make mistakes, I will stumble on sentences, and I will definitely laugh at myself. I'm human, so please enjoy me just being me as we journey through all my stories. And thank you so much for listening.